Hello, my name is David Riley, webmaster and creator of fanservice.org. With me is my always here, always ready to go co-host, Joe White, who's intensely disappointed that we don't have any 80s club music to start this podcast. The voice you're hearing in the background is our cat, Jaunty, who's currently in heat. <laughs> Squeeze it. <laughs> well, that's kind of a sound. Yes, Jaunty, you know you got dirt all over you now. Apparently, a cat's major imperative while in heat is to roll around on dirty floors. It's kind of like your own little Swiffer. Yeah, she's pretty dirty. I mean, I guess you could just hose her off in the end and it would be worth it. <laughs> like one of those robots that vacuums for you? Except this one's free. You just have to feed it smelly cat food. <laughs> oh, sure, now you'll meow. Cat food really does smell. Yeah. That is... Cat breath is so much worse than dog breath. Oh, cats are just disgusting little creatures. I do not like them. But I like that they kill the mice in the apartment. I really like my cats, but they do some disgusting things. Like, eat their own vomit on multiple occasions. Oh, this is just like a torrent of things I don't want to know. Did you guys know that when cats are in heat, they spray stuff? Because I didn't until Joel told me, and now i got to be vigilant. <laughs> Yeah. Well, I think that the fact that there aren't any males around really helps you out. Thank God. And I'm also not 100% sure female cats actually spray. I mean, that's probably a pretty basic biology fact, but I, I don't female know. Female women don't. <laughs> female human beings, something. I hate I hate cats. But I love Jaunty. And also Porkchop. <laughs> we haven't up. seen for like three days. It's probably dead under your bed still. It won't come out. Oh, uh, that that jerk woke me up at like five in the morning to go pee or something. I was like, "Get out of my room!" <laughs> uh, Stupid cat shouldn't sleep in my room. Uh, creator of fanservice.org, frontbeat.com. Wait, the cat or you? The cat. <laughs> he ghostwrites it. <laughs> he controls me telepathically. If you have any comments, questions, suggestions, or criticism, email to dave at frontbeat.com. Email. It helps us grow and makes us want to keep doing this. Also, there are forums. Try those too. Anyway, what's going on this week? Not much. 24. Sucked. Yeah, it was pretty weak. Getting tired of these filler episodes, man. Well, it's all, like, emotional impact, and it's not even stressful. I feel like, you know, 24, starting to attenuate a little bit, you know, I'm just not as, not as Again, tired thrilled. of these ridiculous, they're like, oh, we're gonna let 100 people in the mall die so that tens of thousands may live, and I was like, no, you won't. <laughs> yeah, nobody would make that decision, because it's not guaranteed that, A, you'll catch the terrorists after this is over... And B, that you wouldn't have caught them anyway. That's kind of not how the American legal system works. It, yeah. I mean, it's totally unforgivable. And it's not even like it's a wartime action where you're, you know, it's five guys in the middle of Vietnam. Nazi, yeah, Vietnam. <laughs> like, decide they're going to. They have to kill them. the 10 year old girl with, like, the grenade in her hand. Yeah. It's not that situation. It's. We're going to release this deadly nerve gas in a mall and then maybe get led back to the terrorist hideout. We hope. Cross your fingers, guys. This all is because Rudy slash Sam Gamgee uh, feels bad because his crack horse sister beat him up. Yeah. 
Now he's got to reassert his masculinity. The personal dynamics in this show are just retarded. They're terrible. I don't even understand how you get to that level of the government and still have a messed up sister. Yeah. At least not one that's at least a thousand miles away because you had her sent off. Ah, uh, it's L.A. Anything could happen. What's even dumber about the whole nervy ass thing is that then the terrorists mysteriously come up with a way to detonate the sarin or the nerve gas without the detonation yeah. code. It's like, oh, we need this. So why did they need the microchip? They spent like three hours getting this stupid microchip. It's like, this guy thinks he's figured another way out. What? Why not just do that from the start? <laughs> yeah, if you've got some genius there, it's like, well, we just need to buy time until Vladili just hotwires this thing to go. Because apparently all, all these uh, terrorists are experts at Electrical engineering. And speaking of, where are all the other workers in the metal shop? They went to lunch like an hour and forty minutes ago. So yeah, <laughs> you know, if the guy wasn't bleeding to death and a or dead on a pile of blo- his own blood on the floor, a pile of should, blood, blood puddle piles. of blood, whatever, <laughs> he should seriously think about letting his crew go. Yeah, I was, this is just excessive. You can't take that long of a break without repercussions, like getting shot by the Chechens. Yeah, because at this point, it's been at least an hour and a half. Because they got that guy in the first half hour of last, last 24. Week, yeah. See, 24 needs to be fast-paced enough that you don't start to notice these plot inconsistencies because someone just got straight jump jack at the end of the episode. If, like, there isn't a gun battle every other episode and a minor gun battle every, every episode, episode between those. Or maybe a major gun battle every 15 minutes and a minor gun battle every 5 minutes. That's fine by me. Like... Who's watching the show for this crap? This in be- Oh, I get it. The president waffles on everything. Oh, is he going to let the gas go? He's a jerk. Oh, he's such well, a pansy. Well, the problem is, like, he's, he's total cookie cutter. I can predict everything he's going to do because it's going to be the wrong decision. Yep. It's getting a little bored. I also don't get why his advisor, like, I guess this is the same complaint I had last season. But first off, he's now working for the Republican administration when he was working for the Democrats before. I mean... I guess it's not impossible, but it's a little weird. But what's yeah. more, he basically killed this girl in the second season, and that has <laughs> never come up. And now he's like a good guy. But now he's kind of maybe a bad guy again? Or really? at least he's trying to protect the president? Like, uh, he's saying, don't say the guy killed himself because of treason. He was stressed out. Uh, CIA gets you pushing too many pencils. Yeah, lackluster episode all around. Ugh. I saw some guns getting fired in the preview. I know. But then again, we've been burned by that before. There needs to be at least a solid hour of gunplay to uh, make up for how lame it's been. At least, uh, I'm not going to ask for if an If Jack Bauer doesn't punch out the helicopter in the next episode, I'm going to be Ooh, that would be so sweet. <laughs> Bam! The last 15 minutes of this episode, I was like, all right, Curtis and Bauer are going to track down this terrorist and then fishtail into them with their Ford SUV and then they're going to jump over a hill and both be firing guns and it's going to go in slow motion. How do you put those two men in a car with 15 minutes left in an episode and then have nothing happen? <laughs> I don't get it. Yeah, it was it was super lame. Ah, delicious. Next season's 24 should just be them replaying the 30 seconds where that chick gets punched in the last Over and over again. Watch it every week. Uh, what else did we do tonight? You played a whole hell of a lot of Guild Wars. 
while ostensibly watching Pat Labor. Yeah, right. I think I'm going to be carrying the bulk of that segment. <laughs> Whatever. You didn't even watch it either. You watched half of every episode. Well, but I, the halves I watched, I it was watched. So, it was so stupid. You didn't realize it was happening until it was already over. I felt like I missed a lot. Like, I was sitting there like, hmm. They really drop you in media res here. <laughs> but it was... You could figure it out like it didn't detract that much. It's not like... You know, if you get dropped in the middle of most shows, you're kind of totally lost. I would hope you were totally lost. You're in the middle of the show. Yeah. And it's not like you have, you know, 300 pages of story in which to sort of get filled in. You've got 15 minutes. Uh, but that's not what we're going to talk about right now. So how about Panda Express? That is Panda X-P-R-E-S-S dot com. I guess they don't want to get sued, so they took that extra E off. Why? The big Chinese food chain, Panda Express. There's a real Panda Express uh-huh. Chinese food chain? Go Where? to PandaExpress.com. Are there any in Philadelphia? Potentially. Um, I got a Chinese food delivery from a different Chinese food restaurant that came in a Panda Express box. Really? So I know they exist. <laughs> huh. Yeah. What do you want to talk about? It? Uh... What do you want to talk about? Should we edit that out? No. Survey says. Okay. I think it's good. I think it's good, too. I love it. I like most of the character designs. It's got kind of like a real, I don't know, surrealist bent to it. Definitely. Except for the little girl who's kind of normal, dopey looking. I don't care. I think I kind of consider the little girl and the panda an agglomeration of a character. I like the panda. I like when they put the little pink bow on its yeah, head. Yeah, <laughs> that was pretty funny. And Disco Skating Samurai. Wickedy Jones. Dude, uh, and the the English gentleman who's a slave to his own rules of grammar and adequate <laughs> etiquette. Yeah. Yeah. The, the, the characters are just totally outlandish, but... It's very whimsical. It's kind of weird because the characters feel stereotyped, but they're not. Yeah. They're just totally... <laughs> They're, they're so molded, it's absurd. Well, they do with uh, Panda Express what I would want to do with Front Beat, is just defy the stereotypes by totally abusing the hell out of them. <laughs> yeah. And it's funny. And it's actually meant to be funny. Yeah. So that's good. Not like many web comics out there that are hilarious in the sad, sad way. Yeah. Uh, the other thing I like about Panda Express, it's got a really high caliber of art for online comics. Yeah. It's definitely up there. Shut up, cat. <laughs> I don't know. I the art is very shiny. I which, I can dig it. I don't, I'm not so much into that. They used to um, do more palette swapping between um, panels. Like they would, uh, they'd have like where they when they were in the forest, everything would be green, and everything would be orange. When they or like when they did the Christmas episode, yeah episode Christmas storyline they had it was a lot of deep blues, blues and purples yeah. and I mean I kind of like it when they do that but lately it's just been you're right it does come off a little shiny when they're not doing that style where they pick a palette mm. well everybody it. just looks very glossed and there's nothing like directly wrong with it it just looks kind of weird yeah but you know do well, what you, you do the, the dude walking through the snow in his uh, roller skates yeah well that's you gotta suspend your disbelief Joe true. Um, it, 
updates amazingly regularly, which basically on twice a week, on Mondays and Thursdays, and then they're doing some other project now, and it doesn't seem to be slowing them down. I'm not so much into that because it's fan written. Yeah, I think a lot of people on the internet who think they can write should not write. <laughs> At least there's some sort of review because the people who well, yeah. wrote Panda Express picked the best story. Yeah, so there's some quality control going on. Although the story they picked is kind of weird. It's With one of those... the slug. And, and it's then... multi-dimensional, I guess, because they approach themselves. Yeah, I don't really get that. And it starts out with this, like, noir voiceover, but then he's driving an ice cream truck. I guess well, maybe it... they actually pick a different panel. They I, pick I th- a different panel. I think that must be what it is. Is different. They keep picking different people. and It's like when they make those threads on the internet that are like, create your own Dragon Ball Z story in three words. And it's like... He'll say, today Goku woke up, and the next word he'll say, and he got a BJ from, and then someone will be like, a giant pink elephant, lol, and then the next guy will be like, that was four words. <laughs> he'll be like, no, it won't, lol isn't a word, and he'll be like, yes it is, and they'll be like, well, okay guys, technically lol is three words. Like, hey, Mr. Grammar Nazi, get out of here, we're trying to talk about Dragon Ball Z hentai. And everybody's like, whoa, the art isn't that good to begin with. How good can the doujinshi be? It's like, good enough to get me off. And then some other guy's like, yeah, good as your mama, Raffle. Yeah, he would not, actually spell out Raffle, too. It's not, it's not that bad. I can't even remember why I started that tangent. Because of the, the fan-written storyline. Yeah, it's all right. I, just, I can't get into it. I mean, it's an interesting experiment, but at the same time, I just, I really liked the fact that they wrote their own comic, and that I liked that comic, so I wish they would just write more comic. Yeah, I really do. I'd rather see another page of Panda Express a week. Or just a different comic that they wrote. I mean, it might get kind of, I don't know, it would just be like another Panda Express, maybe, but I'd I'd read it. Well, you know how that started, I guess. Uh, The guy who did the art made... I think it's going crazy. God, now I feel so bad, because remember in like the fourth or fifth podcast, I was like, blah, 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 your cats are meowing. Well, they're not my cats, so whatever. Um, Yeah, the guy who does the art drew a picture of uh, some chick with machine guns, some like really stereotypical anime chick, and the guy who writes it was like, yeah, that's all right, but uh, instead, how about we make a ride of cybernetic robot panda <laughs> and a legend was born yep it's one of only two comics that we link off uh, front, front beat. beat which big deal how many hits do they get from awesome like <laughs> three maybe yeah you mean you're not really boosting alpha shade yeah I know it's weird we get probably 150 200 hits from alpha shade a month which is fine for that's free awesome. link <laughs> um, really they gave you that for free that was nice. Well, I don't know. I guess they will, I guess. Those guys can be kind of tough to deal with sometimes. I, th- I think maybe it's just their internet personalities. Because uh, I've met the, the artist in person, and he's a good guy. Like, he was really nice. And I had a nice little conversation with him. But they do this thing on their forum, which I guess is their right. But they, uh, if they don't like something you post, or if they think you're being too contrary to someone else, like in a malicious way, they'll delete or edit your post and I just don't see the point of that like I could understand if you were using like strong racial language or excessive profanities or 
if you were posting pictures of some disgusting sex fetish or something. Like what Scabs does on our forum? Yeah, basically. And I edited that out. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But really, if someone's saying, hey, idiot, don't be an idiot, I don't see the point. It's their forum, so they can do whatever the hell they want. But And it's not going to make me stop reading the comic. At some point, yeah. The internet's the internet. People are going to be stupid on it. You have to allow yeah. that. I just... Because eventually, God willing, you're going to get to a point where you can't moderate every little thing, so... My set of precedent, you're not going to be able to follow either. For what's worth, you guys can say pretty much whatever the hell you want on our forums. <laughs> we could read everything that was posted every yeah, day. Yeah, just leave the really asinine stuff in Canada. That's what it's there for. <laughs> <laughs> I think that... No, you can... I, I kind of like the vigilante justice of the forum where if someone posts something stupid, especially on our forum, because then, like, everyone... I feel like we've collected a community of people that are of like mind on the forum. Mm-hmm. So if anyone posted something that I didn't like, I can other be assured that at least five other people are going to throw the hate on that, too. So you're just going to ostracize the person because they won't want to come back because every time they post something ten people just hate on that's what scares me maybe we're too closely knit a community now <laughs> that's why nobody posts like that that one girl posts oh, yeah, five the- people are like you're not a girl it's <laughs> <laughs> like damn that was God. my first post <laughs> blank accused her of, her of being a liar <laughs> don't get me wrong I thought it was hilarious <laughs> I don't know if it was Blank or Nataraja, but that was basically everyone. Yeah, well, Blank, Nataraja, Thalassian was in on it. <laughs> Pretty much, it was just like, I came back and there were just like a thousand posts. <laughs> like, the most popular thread that day was, you're not a girl. <laughs> oh, uh, cool. All she wanted was robot unicorns. <laughs> that, that sounds funny. I'm down with that. You, that's all you. That's Joel's five-minute crap webcomic that oh, will never yeah. get made. <laughs> Updates actually... Monday through Sunday. <laughs> <laughs> it's just because I don't actually have time to work on it. I realized when I got home that, like, if I wanted... It's hard. It's really hard. Now I understand why people, like, say, oh, yeah, yeah I do my online comic, and I really wish I could do it full-time. And I'm like, what are you talking about? Make a comic. It's not a full-time job. Having tried to, like, make crap, it's hard. God, if we were bringing in income, Scabs could put out a page a day. Because maybe actually getting money would convince him. Well, if he was doing just this. Yeah. Because, I mean, eight hours is enough time for him to put out a moderate to good page. Maybe 16 hours for outstanding. But I tell him not to do that because you're just setting a precedent that you're not going to be able to follow. Twice in one show, precedent. Yeah, I mean, he, I mean, eight hours and he produces a good page. What more can you ask for? The page we put up today, I thought was pretty good, and that I sure that. Wait, didn't there take was him. a page posted today. Mm-hmm. I put it up at, when I got home from work. Oh, uh, that's why I haven't seen it yet. Yeah, it, it was actually it was actually done um, yesterday night, but I went to bed before that because I have a job <laughs> and <laughs> can't stay up late all the time. Ooh, so Panda Express, we kind of didn't give you our due, your due. It's a good comic. I'd say check it out. Read it. It's only like already. 50 pages long, maybe. It's got less pages than we do. Well, it's it's just the nature of the way they post. Yeah. So, uh, it's a quick read, which is good and bad, I guess, because 
you'll shoot through it real quick and then you want more. My one problem with them is they short shift you on the pages a lot, which would be fine for print, but if you're only getting two pages a week, getting a page that's only one panel kind of sucks. <laughs> yeah, but it's not like, it's, do they get paid for this? I don't no. think they do. So, I mean, they're well, basically doing it for free. They can do whatever they want. Yeah. Um, I'm not going to rain on their parade. But, uh, and that's tough. And I have the same problems with, you have to find a good balance between sensibility and content, I guess. Yeah. But I, I do enjoy it. Although I can't, I must, like, the fact that it's released one, basically, three panel segment at a time three panel segments at a time when it's not just one panel. Mm. The story kind of wears thin after a while. Because it's just like, it's not a complicated story, and the characters aren't complicated. Yeah. And so, at some point, you know, the uh, maybe it's just recently, because there was a lot more interaction in earlier, in mm -hmm. the earlier... Uh, well, there's been a lot of short, or not very wordy yeah. pages recently. I, I like it best when they slap text on the page, and well, both the samurai and the gentleman are quite verbose. Well, yeah, I kind I like that a lot because, you know, just because it's a goofy character design doesn't mean that's all that's going to carry it. When you actually mm -hmm. have these portions where they're doing something idiotic and saying something idiotic, yeah. it makes it a lot funnier. Like when he's beating up the ninjas to Sister Sledge. Yeah. <laughs> that's good, man. Smart. Uh, whatever. See, the thing about that comic is, it's so perfectly marketed for, like, the anime crowd. Like, the kind of people that would get into crap like that. And, admittedly, it's not crap, but it has a lot of the air of crap. Like, how many freaking animes do you see where they have some retarded idea, like, Oh, she's a 12-year-old girl, but she's also an angel who's a, actually an intergalactic weapon that can transform into the largest gun man has ever known to protect us from the ancient Plutonian race of demon devils. Hermaphrodites. <laughs> so, Yikes. they've got these... Come on. Roller skating samurai? I'm surprised they aren't getting paid tens of thousands of dollars to do this yet. Because that should write the ticket right there. Because <laughs> anime fans will latch on to anything weird. Well, yeah. And part of the the best thing about Wickedy Jones is that he's a sam roller skating samurai whose background, apparently, is in the Deep South. Yeah. <laughs> Which is just, like, even more absurd. Uh, good show. Good show. Good stuff. Poyo is a go. <laughs> yeah. Um, and Pat Labor, which we talked about earlier. Uh, I guess I had never seen the TV show. Really liked the movies. Because the movies... Exposition was just a word. Until the Pat Labor movies <laughs> came around. You've been to say that since you said... What would you call it? You said, gayness was just a word until you came around. It was some sort of sexual derogatory. Um, yeah. These things redefined what... F exposition meant. It would be like 20 minutes of detectives walking around in the rain talking about secret viruses from beyond the grave. And that is what I am all about. <laughs> I remember you talking, we watched the one about the um, the robots that were all going crazy. Yeah, that's the first be one. And it's because they have the offshore like factory that's actually built as a perfect harmonic device to 
create sound waves that'll make all the labors in Tokyo go crazy. Mm-hmm. And it took him. It was. It must have been at least forty minutes explaining the plot. And I don't really even understand how they stopped it. Well, there's no action in the first like seventy minutes of the movie. <laughs> I guess they, there's, like, one robot that goes crazy at the beginning, and then there's 60 minutes of talking. Well, it's kind of hard to have action when you're a giant revolver is constantly running out of bullets. <laughs> True. They only get four bullets. We spent all of our budget on these smart orange vests. <laughs> Dude, they're snazzy. Yeah, so the show, not a whole lot like the movie. Um, More like a whole lot like a crappy show. Yeah, you know, and I've been hearing that for years, but I wanted to have faith, because I really, really like the movies, even the third one, which was a little lackluster, but still good. Uh, was that Wasted 13? Yeah. They had detectives, and rain. <laughs> and giant reptile monster boobies. Yeah. The best kind! I guess that was just to reveal that it was the daughter, but they could have just told me. Yeah. No need to see that. Uh... TV show, kind of goofy. It's one of those shows where you can imagine the theme song music. The girl's running along. And I, I don't know, she trips over her own feet. Oh, I'm late for work. I took the wrong bus stop. Oh, no. And now the robber has stolen the robot. <laughs> Gotta follow him on the bike. You wait now, we have to steal a cop car. Seriously, the reason I, I started playing Guild Wars as soon as I saw the girl and the guy, like, the first conversation turned me off to this show. It was basically all over from there. Um, I found it pretty bearable, but this may have been because I only watched half of each episode without they, realizing it. That's a review point right there. It's negative points for crappy chapter selection. Yeah, uh, this is one of those older DVDs where the intro song and the first half of the episode of the same chapter did not realize that. Apparently <laughs> didn't affect it that much yeah. either. So every episode after the first one I skipped the first 12 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it went by surprisingly fast. I also was confused when you said it was over and I looked up at the clock and there was still half an hour yeah. to 24 was supposed to be on. It only took us about an hour to go through all of them. Oops. But, yeah, it really didn't affect things. So, either the 12 minutes before the end of the show just meant nothing, or the plot is just very, very sparse. But I could pretty much figure out that there was a monster in the woods when they said there was a monster in the woods at the beginning of the second act. <laughs> yeah. Well, especially, like, the monster is, like, some secret medical experiment, and... They want to send it to the zoo. Well, the worst part is they have the annoying female character who constantly changes her opinion of things that are going on around her. Mm-hmm. That's just so irritating. Not only be A, it's stupid because the character becomes annoying, and B, it's because it's a negative female stereotype. I've never met a girl that is that capricious. I'll grant, girls can be somewhat capricious sometimes. But that's just absurd. Yeah. Well, to illustrate it, she's beating the crap out of this monster, and then she because stops the other guy from beating the crap out of it. <laughs> yeah. It's like, stop, stop, it's already dead, because I killed it. Oh, it's too bad. I don't know, you want to see a good movie about cops with robot stuff? We were talking about Dominion Tank Police. It's a little cheesy, but 
So is this. It takes itself less seriously than Bad Labor does. With better results. Do many tank police's cool too because they have like car sized tanks that go down chewing up road at will? Yeah. I love that. That's How one is of my that favorite parts of this show. Well, that's the whole point. Like, it's not. It's just ridiculous. Well, the main guy's got that giant tank in the yeah. first episode. And then Erectacocky, the ultimate deterrent. Did you ever see the actual show, or did you just see it on Sci-Fi Channel? Just on Sci-Fi Channel. You know those little discs they drop on the ground that inflate into balls and flip the tanks over? In the actual show, they turn into penises. Are you joking? No. <laughs> that was quite the revelation. <laughs> then they're called Erectacocky? Yeah. Maybe that was just for the dub. I don't know. We'll have to listen to it in Japanese, even though I, I don't know what the Japanese is for erect penis. <laughs> I think oh. I do. <laughs> I think it's bokey. Bokey? Just because I was I was looking up Bo Kenton once. It's in one of my reviews that I wrote. <laughs> yes, you accidentally stumbled across the Japanese word. Oh, my. Uh, Pat Labor. Labor. Pat Labor. Not, not really worth watching. Yeah. If these five episodes weren't that good... I don't see it changing anytime soon. Don't get me wrong. I love redheaded girls with tank fetishes. <laughs> this cat is ridiculous. But this one wasn't really for me.